0: Owning an investment property can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. At Heritage Realty Property Management, they handle the challenges for you. Ensure it's rented, maintained, and gets the highest return possible, while you just collect the check. With over 50 years' experience, you can trust Heritage Realty to provide the property care you want and rental knowledge you need. Visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com to connect with the team more landlords trust. Heritage Realty, we treat your property as if it were our own.
1: Much to get into here on your Monday Kentucky week. You have Tennessee basketball news with a denied uh, denied what mm, denied white waiver wire at the beginning of February, uh, Friday. Not only that, but you have so much to get into from the world of UAB, Florida State, college football with LSU, Alabama to get into as well. The struggle bus is here. Tyler Ivins is clearly on it this morning. Will West will join me on the other side. Ninety nine FM, the Sports Animal.
2: of cumulus media knoxville this show belongs to you at
0: 656-9900 656-9900 the sports you need before sunrise is on the air you're inside the starting lineup with tyler ivins and will west on 99.1 the sports animal
1: All right from the Budweiser Studios, Cumulus Broadcasting. Good Monday morning. Tyler Ivins, Will West at 656-9900. 1-866-656-9900. Mike Keith coming up 815. Titans, uh, they lose a tough one yesterday in Charlotte. Now back under 500. The question is, where do the Titans go from here? Again, especially in a game where... You saw in in London the Houston Texans be better than Jacksonville. And, oh, yeah, by the way, your division leaders in the AOC South, they might have questions at quarterback after – Jacoby Brissett had to leave the game with a knee injury again. Eight o'clock, eight fifteen. That is going to be Mike uh, Keith joining us to talk Titans. Your chance to play the game in a lot more. Good morning, Will West, Tennessee homecoming victory over the weekend, and it wasn't much of an issue. It's kind
0: of just like flicking a booger. Get to the side. Get out of here. <laughs> get it out of there. Look, and, and it I was booger
1: because you UAB, have UAB's
0: jerseys. It, it, it was about as entertaining as uh, as picking a booger as well, though. Yeah. So it was that was exactly I think the way most of us thought the game would go down. I thought UAB might get a garbage touchdown in there somewhere. Uh, they got one that didn't get a second one. So there you go. Tennessee did a really nice job defensively, offensively. There were limitations. You didn't really need much there though. Um, guarantee didn't look like he was necessarily right. Um, shroud. I think you saw that what the issue is with shrouding throw a deep ball, but you know, I mean, th- when you need somebody to throw the slant, we need somebody to throw a crossing route and things like that. Maybe he's just not there yet. And, but Tennessee doesn't need that. They go out and win the me versus you battles out there. They destroy UAB up front and so now Tennessee picks up another W and you walk into Kentucky week, a Kentucky week where you're the underdog. I'm okay with it. The underdog. I'm okay with it. Are you surprised by it?
1: Yes, yeah, a little bit. It's a home game for Kentucky. They're right now got a little bit of momentum, especially after the victories they've had the last couple of weeks. I'm okay with it. These teams are equal. Yeah, one has got a wide receiver starting at quarterback. Am I surprised that the spread is as small as it is? Yeah. And it. You know what? And don't be surprised. Do not be surprised if this gets closer to a pickem before Saturday. Yeah. This is going to go back and forth. I mean, Tennessee UAB moved as many as four points before finally settling at 12 and a half. This thing might get down to a pickem, or if it does stay favored Kentucky, it's a one-point game for Kentucky, which is essentially a pickem. I mean, you look at it like this. If this game being played in Knoxville, and not Lexington, Tennessee's favored.
0: Okay. That's you how, close, so?
1: the, yeah, that's how yeah. close these two teams are right but,
0: now. Okay. So I, I was surprised to see that out that Tennessee would be the favorite in that one um let's see this is gonna be a nice test because there's one thing kentucky is good on the lines of scrimmage kentucky's good in the front seven kentucky's good on the offensive line kentucky's pretty terrible everywhere else so um look let, let's see what kentucky has for tennessee this week but that was it was nice to see tennessee go beat a team like they're supposed to beat a team sure even with the limitations that they had offensively and again i think they had a lot of limitations offensively but they just kind of did what they needed to in the running game um you know, very nice day from Ty Chandler there, and they just shut down everything that UAB had could do offensively. And Tyler Johnston the third, still hearing footsteps right now for um, Darrell, Darrell Taylor.
1: I want to know what exactly Pro Football Focus saw in Tyler Johnston at the beginning of the year to rank him at one point in time the fourth best quarterback Tennessee was going to face this year, and then upgraded him to third. You get past that Bama game three weeks ago now, and everybody said, man, you got to be careful when you play UAB. I know their schedule isn't much to write home about, but Tyler Johnson III, the sophomore, this kid can sling it. This kid's taking snap on Sundays. The reason why nobody's talking about him is because he's an underclassman right now. And then I watched Tyler Johnson III apparently get hooked up with Bryce Thompson more than twice. I mean, great game by
0: Bryce Thompson.
1: At a great game of no, the but defense. No, dude, dude
0: threw the ball to him. <laughs> like, Three times. Same, like he just straight through the ball to Twice Bryce Thompson. No, was dropped gotta catch, yeah, he was surprised. Yeah, you got to catch it, but in Bryce Thompson did his job there. Uh, but Bryce Thompson just did his job, and it was a nice job by him. A guy who's probably been the weakest link on Tennessee's defensive of, of Tennessee's defensive starters. I would argue over the last few weeks he's been the worst. So for him to have that kind of game, I think is very, very good for him. Um, I do think it helped that Tennessee was. I think. I think that Tyler Johnston just. Uh, with uh, not to bring up any uh, recent wounds, I think he was seeing ghosts. That's what I think was going on out there, and I think that he was just trying to get the ball out before he got jacked. And I know recent wounds. Halloween was last week. I know what you're talking. Uh, about. Fair enough. Uh, so I, I just, I think that was the issue with Tyler Johnston was that he was seeing ghosts. He he just was trying to get the ball out of his hands, and Bryce Thompson just baited him a couple times, and then one time he just flat threw it dead to his hands.
1: Tennessee starting to get a little bit of confidence. This is a confident football team now in Knoxville, 656, 9900 three games to go, two away from bowl eligibility, and the balls find a way to knock off Kentucky. Then things get a little bit more interesting heading into the open date before you get Missouri and Vanderbilt. We got Willie Taggart news this morning. We'll talk about Plazovich and the Tennessee basketball team. If there's anybody who should be frustrated right now about waivers and ncaa eligibility it's happening right here on rocky top hey what if we told you that there's more bowberry biscuits on the line today yeah we got a lot of that to get to as well all before 9 a.m eric Kang, good morning to you he's got our first
2: tennessee lottery sports update
1: this is a tennessee education lottery sportsman
2: Week 9's NFL Sunday is coming. and gone. The Tennessee Titans fell in Charlotte to the Panthers, 30-20. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill threw for 331 with a touchdown, but also had two interceptions. Sending out football, saw the Patriots lose its undefeated record. The Ravens knocked off New England, 37-20. Miami picked up its first win of the year, a 26-18 victory over the Jets. The Chiefs held off the Vikings, 26-23. Chargers upset the Packers, 26-11. And the Seahawks outlasted the Bucks, 40-34. N-O-T. Tonight on Monday Night Football, the Cowboys will travel to the Giants, 8.15 Eastern Time Kick. One big shakeup in the latest AP College Football Top 25 poll, Florida slides down to number 10 following the loss to Georgia and moved up to number six. The top five remain unchanged, LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Penn State. Oregon State Idol at seven, Utah, and Oklahoma moved up a spot to eighth and ninth respectively. The SEC has five teams inside the AP Top 25. The first college football playoff poll, will be released Tuesday nights. Elsewhere in college football, Florida State is fire Coach Willie Taggart, less than two seasons at the helm. Add quick cash to your next Tennessee lottery for a chance to win up to $500 instantly, plus a chance to win the jackpot drawing later. Have some fun now and later with Tennessee cash from your Tennessee lottery. Let's get a check of the roads with Pete Michael's traffic. Good Monday morning. I'm Eric Kane.
1: Six, five, six ninety nine hundred also at one eight six 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 five six ninety nine hundred Tyler and will West, What to get to on Tennessee u a b
0: Falls the look ahead to Kentucky. you know what I want to let you take a victory lap though, why is that because you kept on the table about something, and frankly, I was like, it's it's fine, whatever at the time when you said it, but you ended up being right. Baltimore Ravens against the New England Patriots last night.
1: Yeah, I was catching a lot of flack for that over the weekend. Here's one thing we're going to learn right now. If you don't already know, we'll just go ahead and lay it out there. We have two very, very popular segments on this show. Apparently three after talking to a VFL over the weekend. Uh, But the two that really stand out, like whenever I run into people at the grocery store, well, I don't know when you meet listeners where they are at, uh, but Lee Sterling's segment when he joins us on Thursdays and to the window has turned into two of our most popular segments. But by doing that, there are a lot of people who always hyper-focus on our picks. I don't know what you're doing with our selections. Maybe you don't hear the actual, you know, I guess disclaimer at the beginning of each segment that says this is for entertainment purposes only. Or free money. Yeah, <laughs> for, for one of us. Yes. Especially recently.
0: <laughs> but I'll tell you, you no, know, last week. Did you go 3-0 last week?
1: Uh, no, you went 0-3, 0-3 last 0-3. week. 0-3. Okay. You went 0 the week before that. 3-0, 0-3. Now 2-1 and this past week. Okay. Uh Got a couple trolls out there that any time I miss a single pick, man, they wear me out. They hang me out (laughs) to dry like leather and like I'm drying and just blowing in the wind. point I'm trying to get at is simply this. Those same people, when they heard me say that Baltimore was going to beat New England over the weekend, ripped me to no end. And then I tripled down yesterday during the NFL show while we were up at Landshark, Wilkerson, Ferrara, And then last night when the Ravens came out 17 to nothing, guns blazing, I didn't get too high because I knew Brady still had an opportunity to have a say in how this game was going to play out. And Baltimore just swarmed New England, and that did not look like a New England team we had seen all year. And not only that will, but Lamar Jackson, for anybody who thought they were on the fence on whether or not he's an MVP candidate, well, pick the side where he is an MVP candidate because that guy certainly is now in the conversation. And
0: John Harbaugh is still a very good football coach, and he got thing they did a lot of things right. But he, it was kind of like use Lamar Jackson's what is it. Lamar Jackson's a pocket quarterback first. I don't think people realize that. The thing is, when he runs from the pocket, it's Vic-esque. It's not so... I didn't like that they've run him as much as they have there, but when he's in the pocket and it breaks down because they don't have the blocking for it, for him to be able to take off then makes the defense... It's almost like having a a really nice short passing game where you can spread a defense out sideline to sideline a little bit and then you can run the ball with Mark Ingram. That's what they did last night. I have to say, you tweeted something, though, over the weekend that also made me very happy because... Uh, my favorite two Tennessee football players of all time are, uh, Fred White and Raynock Thompson. Yeah, those are my. The reason why is because Fred White would just absolutely maul people coming over the middle. Sure. And Raynock Thompson hit people. I've never seen a football player who hit people harder than Raynock Thompson in my entire life at any level of football whatsoever. That is the hardest hitting dude I have ever dang seen in my life. And Raynock Thompson mentioned something to you about the show.
1: Uh, so I got on the campus a little earlier than normal. Because plans fell through, and while driving down the interstate to get to campus, I said to myself, Hey, self, do you want to grab a bite to eat before you go down to campus to do the pregame show with Troy Fleming and Eric Ainge? So I stopped by an establishment. It is a restaurant slash bar and grill that not a lot of people go to, at least that I, that I, my friends, I used to attend it often when I was in school. Uh, it might be right there off of uh, clinch, clench, that's all I'm going to say. And when I went into this establishment to have a bite to eat, a couple listeners were in there. I was greeted with handshakes and a steak salad. And next thing you know it, I had a gentleman, larger than life, a massive man, walk up to me and I go, why do I know you? I know you from somewhere. Are you Tyler Ivins? I'm Raynock. Nice to meet you. Big fan of your show. Love you and will. Star Bench Cut. Big fan. I
0: Raynock Thompson. Raynock
1: Thompson. Raynock Thompson. Huge fan of Star Bench
0: Cut. And if you think I'm not going to pull this air clip and uh, the air check of this and send it to my dad, you were mistaken. Um Raynog Thompson, not only a
1: huge fan of start bench cut in the starting lineup, Raynock Thompson was a huge fan of Georgia all over Florida later that day. We Ooh. were sitting there talking about games still to come and where this Tennessee team is. Yeah, and I'll tell you, man, all Raynock Thompson wanted to do was just sit at the corner of the bar, have himself a diet soda, and just talk football. And guess what me and Raynock Thompson did for 45 minutes? That is awesome. Sit at the end of the bar drinking diet soda. One of us had a steak salad with Thousand Island dressing,
0: and it was quite delectable. Don't okay. care. Yeah, you know what? Wait, I'm gonna wait, give wait, them. Wait, 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 wait! You're still eating Thousand Island dressing? It's delicious. Kaner, can I get a, ju- a, a, a judgment on this? Um, Thousand Island dressing in 2019 is that still acceptable?
2: You you might not want mine because I'm not a dressing guy at all. I'm you know. Oh, dude! Josh Ward asks. He, he you know. is Josh
0: Ward cut the t <laughs> with so, some of the so stuff he does. Any <laughs>
2: dressing for me? Not a fan. Not you know what? Thing. I'm gonna
0: give I just, wa- I've never I've not seen anybody order Thousand Island dressing on a salad in a long time. That's all. There's nothing wrong with that. I just it's like, huh? I didn't, honestly didn't know they still had Thousand Island dressing available for you to, to use.
1: It was one of my favorite bars in college, and I'm not one to just give open shout-outs. If you want shout-outs by advertising, you can call the company, you can call the building. Things like you know what? I'll tell you where I was. I was at the Hill. I love that place. Oh, yeah. Good wings there, too. Oh, my goodness. But you know what? Guess what Ivan's is doing right now? Watching what he's eating. So he wasn't going to have any fried wings. There you go. He was going to have a grilled steak salad. Yeah. And it was fantastic. That's awesome. And,
0: I mean, running and rolling, rubbing elbows to Raynaud Thompson as well. There was a giant bowl
1: of candy in front of us, and I was like, Raynaud Thompson, would you like to have the left twix while I have the right twix? Your no, we're not going to do this. Favorite ball of all time? Al Wilson. Okay. Yeah. Who's number Al- two? It's in between Jamal Lewis and... And I mean, look. I, okay. By the way, people are probably yelling at the radio, going, "Why isn't he saying Manning? You can't say Peyton Manning, okay? You just can't.
0: It's well, like it's saying also, I don't, I don't you know. Like, it's like saying Billy Joel, your favorite Billy Joel song is Panama And Peyton Manning's like an all time great. Peyton Manning's probably a top five football player of all, maybe a top five football player of all time, and definitely a top five quarterback of all time. But I would, I mean, I don't know. I, I just there's I, I, not
1: to be your favorite Tennessee football
0: player. Number one is
1: Al Wilson. Number two
0: is Jason Winton Okay. Yeah. Because I And I will say, part of it, too, was with when Raynock was in school, I was a bouncer. And I was bouncing at uh, an establishment that used to be on campus called Campus Pub. Yeah. And on Thursday nights, <laughs> they had 25-cent Coors live bottles. Uh-oh. And it would get uh, rowdy up in there. And there was uh, a couple of frat guys got into a, a fracas, if you will, yeah. uh, a, a Donnybrook and uh, the two tables that they were at Which of, his mom doing it, like oh, kind, of, kind of went after each other, yeah. but both tables did, and I stepped in to break it up, and somebody caught me just with a sucker punch as I put my hand on his shoulder to pull him back, and he just turned around, and I, I don't even know if he knew who I was or that I was trying to break it up or what's going on, but you ever get hit in that spot on the chin where it causes your knee to buckle? Like there's a spot on your chin when you get hit, you're out, right? Yeah. And my knees buckle, and I start falling back, and I feel his hand lift my full body back up and stand me back up. And it was Raynock Thompson. He was sitting in a chair. What? And I started falling backwards, and he—I just was almost going to fall on top of him. Yeah. And he just lifted me right back up, and I looked and said, "Thank you, man." And jumped in, and I grabbed the—I had one of those big mag light police flashlights, yeah. and I pop people in the boys, and then y- yank them out if they punch me, because you can't hit anybody if you're a bouncer that punches you. You just have to pop them in the boys, and then do the defensive end drill where you grab them up underneath their pectorals, yeah, and and run them out the door. And that guy—that guy, that guy might have fell down the stairs on his way out. So. Sometimes acts. happen now. Backlight to the
1: boys, so, Yep, undertuck the pecs, and carry him out, and then that's yeah, it.
0: That's right. Wow. Yep. I'm about to learn some of these things. And but so, Raynaud Thompson with the assist, he had no yeah, idea no, he had to die I, he had that night. He had a, no, no, I, no idea whatsoever that Raynaud Thompson had to die him that night. And I just looked at him and said, thank you. And I tried to find him later to give him a couple free drinks, and he was he was gone. So Raynaud Thompson,
1: VFL. Hopefully a diary will fall in his lap in the next <laughs> week. We're not allowed to talk about ratings. I've been told that we're not allowed to talk about ratings in that way. Okay, perfect. Thank you. 656 To the window. Uh, that's up on Fridays. But while you were sleeping, is something you get daily. We'll get you caught up on what happened in the world of not only the NBA but the NFL yesterday. Hey, what if I told you that every home team not only won but they oh, covered – all right, Ivan, stop doing the winks on the side, especially on the Monday. We'll talk to that Willie Taggart. You have to imagine Florida State has somebody lying in the weeds waiting if you have that much money ready to pay Willie Taggart. And Clay Helton gets embarrassed over the weekend. Yeah, Oregon is all over at USC. Does that mean Clay Helton's done at USC? Are we about to see two of the biggest college football hires in some time this offseason? We'll talk about it all before 9 a.m. here on one FM, the Sports Animal. Shotgun snap
2: up. First down, swing pass to Edelman on a screen, slipped through one tackle Of Earl Thomas, fumbles the football, and it's scooped up by the Ravens. Going down the right sideline, it's Marlon Humphrey holding the ball out in front at the 30, down the sideline to the 20, inside the 10, stops at the 1, and then tiptoes across the goal line. A fumble return for a touchdown 70 yards later. It's 23-13 Baltimore.
1: Kevin Kugler on the call, Westwood won. If the Patriots had any chance to get back in that game second half, half last night at MNT Bank Stadium. It all but evaporated when Marlon Humphrey went 70 yards the other direction. Julian Edelman just lost grip of the football. Ravens all over the New England Patriots by the final score of 37 to 20. Will West, some of those other NFL scores we were just chatting about. Hey, take a peek here. Don't know if you're a big London fan, but it started yesterday with a big victory for the Houston Texans, 26 to 3 over Jacksonville. Quick question. Have you ever seen a good game in London? No. We actually brought that up yesterday. There, I just I can't recall the last time I saw a game in London that actually kept me for
2: four quarters and thought, man, the, that was well worth getting up at eight a.m. The Titans Chargers had an exciting finish last year, um, with you know Luke Stalker taking the fullback handoff and Marcus Mariota coming up just short. But that's the one I can think of. Other scores of interest as well. Kansas City, again, without Pat Mahomes. They walk off
1: 26-23 at home with a Harrison-Butker field goal. Buffalo, they stay hot with a 24 victory over Washington. How about the upset of upsets yesterday? And I'm not talking about Baltimore over New England. The L.A. Chargers shutting out the Green Bay Packers. And
0: giving Melvin Gordon the football and the offensive line playing well. And that, let's be real, that has a whole lot to do with this. Is so The offensive line finally healthy for the uh, L.A. Chargers. And finally, the Miami Dolphins did get their
1: first victory Ooh. of the year. A lot of things happened yesterday. First victory, first loss. The Dolphins at
0: home knock off the New York Jets 26-18. All right. Titans losing to the Carolina Panthers 30-20. Here's the thing. I, I understand the Titans like losing that game. I had picked them to lose that game. Um, that was one of my to-the-window picks was the Panthers laying four-and-a-half. The fact that was it two carries, is that what Derrick Henry had the first half? Derrick Henry was not being used enough in it's, that football game. But it's, it's, you know what, you could say the same thing's going to happen next game. That's just point blank. That's what's going to happen. Same thing's going to happen next game. And so I've got 39 pass attempts from um Ryan Tannehill in this game and I've got 13 rush attempts from Derrick Henry in this game.
1: That's not going to win you football that, games. That's Jeff.
0: just a recipe for disaster. So right now I don't, I'm sure you guys have seen this stat Mike Vrabel is 10 and 0 when he scores they score 21 points or more. So score score 21 points. Score 21. points. Yeah, just the, the thing, you, like, and it's tough because I know because when they're showing X in the box versus what you have on a the front, then you you pass the ball, not run the ball. I completely understand that. Sometimes you just got to see, you know what I mean? You got to st- make sure you keep the other team honest, and I did not think that the Tennessee Titans did that yesterday. I know you were down, but you weren't down until the second quarter. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, you were down 17 nothing at that point, and in the fourth quarter they were able to get it going, but part of the reason they were able to get it going was, even though you're down, you handed the ball to Derrick Henry, and good things happened when you did.
1: Uh, quickly, Anything on tonight's game?
0: Uh, Giants at home, 7.0 underdog to the boys. Right, they lose by 14, something like that. Mm, don't tell me that. Giants do? Don't tell me that. I Giants are very good and they're like I don't know if you've seen this, they have more than 500 more snaps by rookies this season than any other team in the National Football League. 500 snaps is a lot. You're not running 80 plays in the National Football League these days. You know what I mean per game. Right. Defensively. So or I mean, you know, so it's 106 that's pretty much you played four extra games with rookies <laughs> than, than any other team out there.
1: So uh, what are we going to do next week, then? What's that? A little, little Jets-Giants. Jets-Giants going on?
0: Jets-Giants. What are you doing next well, week? You know jump, what? Here's the thing. We had, uh, we had talked about when we first started doing the show, putting together some kind of type of giveaway. People could fly to go see Jets-Giants since we're Jets-Giants fans, and it uh, coincides with the bye week and all that stuff. So yeah. it might be a way to put it. Man, those two teams are so terrible right now. It's good to not have that getaway. Can we People say, what are you paying me to go watch that game?
1: Do you, would it be okay if I showed up at your doorstep at 1259 on Sunday with a bag over my head? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, dude, look, trick or treating's over, over. Then I take the <laughs> bag off my head. And you're like, "Islands, what are you doing here? Yeah. I mean,
0: Jets, Giants, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. All
1: right. Okay. <laughs> Avery's going to come to the door and be like, "Uh, help, somebody, please. You yeah, should
0: just be like, well... One of your people.
1: Yeah, hey, Will. It's one of your people. Not not only that, have
0: you seen the Kenny Omega last week AEW thing? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, I have. We've talked about it many, many times. Listen, blank space coming up on the other side. There's lots we have to get into. Uh, Odell Higgins, 26 years on the Florida State staff, now the interim coach for FSU because why? Four and five ain't gonna cut it in Tallahassee this year. Can we talk about Odell for a second?
0: Yeah. 'Cause Baker Mayfield had Odell for a touchdown on the fourth and four play yesterday against the Denver Broncos, and he decided to throw into double coverage with uh the tight end, and it did not go well. The Browns lost again. Not good. No, the
1: Browns lost again. They not a lost. big fan of one and done coaches in the NFL, but Freddie Kitchens might be up there with Adam Gase and other people.
0: And, and you know, in talking to Jeremy Pruitt before the season started, he even told us say, you know, I, was, I asked him who his favorite NFL team was, and he was like, Well, that's gotta be the Browns now. You know, my best friend's a head coach there, and I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. You know, good for him. Did a great job last year with offensively. That has not gone well. Is there anyone that can manage these personalities? Also, why does everyone? It seems like nationally, that was picking the Browns when we everyone here in town is always trying to say was trying to point out that you no one can manage that many personalities in one roster. You just can't do it. How is is it even? Is, is it Freddie Kitchens' fault? No. No, if
1: if nobody can do it, then how can it be Freddie Kitchen's fault?
0: That's kind of how I look at it, too.
1: Is this where we remind everybody about Baker Mayfield and his total interception since he took over the job week four last year for the Browns? Do we talk about the fact that that in no way, shape, or form has Baker Mayfield improved at all? Is this where we talk about the fact that the defensive line has been better than average, but they're still not slowing down opponents?
0: I mean, think about this. They not only have, we talk about the guys on the defensive side. We've talked about them. You've got Snacks Harrison, who the Giants were just willing to just say, get out, right? Yep. Go to so Olivier Vernon, who the Giants were willing to say, just go away. Odell Beckham Jr., who the Giants took pennies on the dollar just to get that guy out of there. You've also, you also have Baker Mayfield. Yeah. You also, who everything's everybody else's fault, Baker Mayfield. You have um, Jarvis Landry, who I like a lot, and Nick Chubb, who I like a lot, right kind of guys. You also have Antonio Calloway, Ricky sills Jones, you have like even your role players aren't glue guys, right? You know what I mean. Your guys with a ton of physical talent that frankly have never their their play has never matched what their level of physical talent is. So you've just taken a ton of incredible athletes, and I, th- I think Miles Garrett's a really good dude too. But the kind of guy you want on your football team, man, you've just surrounded a few uh, two or three guys that you would want on your football team and that are good teammates, and surrounding them with do, with prima donnas, and the whole thing's falling apart for game, for Cleveland. Notice Will West just named
1: all of those names on the Cleveland Mm. roster, but yet didn't mention one. Jermaine Whitehead. Did you know who he was before yesterday's loss to the Denver Broncos? If you don't know who Jermaine Whitehead is, you're about to find out who Jermaine Whitehead is. Not a pretty situation yesterday for the secondary in Cleveland, not just on the football field, but personnel after the game
0: was over. Jermaine Whitehead went on Twitter yesterday and on Instagram and threatened to murder two different people for criticizing his tackling. Like there was, there was a troll account that said Jermaine Clownhead or something like that, and he he literally said uh, on my bl- on blood, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to shoot you, and then he went after. There was a guy named Dustin Fox who does a radio sh- morning radio show in Cleveland, and he's uh, a sports reporter for I think the Fox affiliate there in Cleveland. If I've got the wrong network, I apologize. He, uh, but he threatened to shoot him as well. That's where we're at right now with the Cleveland Browns. Well, and also, here's the thing. The statement they released said that those messages are unacceptable. We're going to handle this internally. You don't, you can't handle internally publicly threatening to kill people.
1: 656-9900. 656 9900 To say that our plate is full this morning would be an understatement. Eric Kane has our next Tennessee Lottery sports update. one 656 9900 Stay with us here on TSL. This is a Tennessee Education Lottery Sportsman.
2: In NASCAR playoff racing, Kevin Harvick took on the checker flag in Texas yesterday. Eric Almirola, Daniel Suarez, Joey Logano, and Alex Bowman rounded out the top five. Around the NBA, the Clippers top the Jazz 105-94. Lakers beat the Spurs 103-96. Rockets fell to the Heat 129-100. Dicks came up short against the Kings 113-92. Mavs topped the Cavs 131-111. The Bulls lost to the Pacers 108 Willie Taggart is out at, t- at uh, Florida State after two seasons at the helm. Seminoles are four and five this season. Taggart was nine and twelve in twenty-one games. Uh, again at the helm, the SEC has five teams inside the AP top twenty-five. The first college football playoff poll will be released on Tuesday. In the top five for the AP, it's unchanged. It's LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Penn State. Oregon State idle at seventh, while Utah and Oklahoma moved up one spot to eighth and ninth, respectively and around the nfl sunday Night football the ravens handed the patriots their first loss of the season 37 20 titans fell to the panthers 30 to 20. add quick cash your next tennessee lottery for a chance to win up to five hundred dollars instantly plus a chance to win the jackpot drawing later have some fun now and later with tennessee cash from your tennessee lottery way to check out the roads in 15 seconds with pete michael's traffic good morning i'm eric kane well we we worked brian to be ready to play um but with three
0: quarterbacks, you know, it, it was hard to get Brian as many reps as he probably needed to be ready.
1: To the 17 people who tweeted me between pregame and the end of the fourth quarter Saturday evening, why are we not seeing Brian Mauer? There's your response. It's Jeremy Pruitt tennessee big victory over uab on homecoming saturday evening uab now aside kentucky is up next still three games to go for the volunteers now four and five on the year the turnaround continuing after a slow start 30 to 7 a uab team whose strength of schedule ranked 130 out of <clears throat> 130
0: <laughs> and it showed because when they dealt with a legitimate much pass so. rush they got jacked right Stops at huge night. Three interceptions for BT. Isn't it nice to see Tennessee go play play a team with lesser athletes and go beat a team like it was a team of with lesser athletes? Right. Absolutely. It's been it's been a minute since Tennessee's done that and just said, "I'm better than you." Me versus you, I win my battle. Go.
1: Eric Kane's going to have more coming up during his pulls by heritage practice report in the next twenty two minutes. Brian
0: Mauer not playing though. That was a, I, I kind of wondered there, I was like, are we going to see Brian? Because I mean, I said that, yeah, I said that Saturday during a uh, football digest and I thought, and I'm kind of out on a limb here and Brian Mauer's going to start. I'm going to get just mauled on social <laughs> media for that one. But uh, he he ended up not
2: playing. Well, he was, uh, he was cleared to play. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt said that earlier in the week. And again, it's, you can't overlook any opponent, obviously what happened with Georgia State. But I mean, quite frankly, this is a game where you didn't really have to run him out there. Uh, so thought that they could get um uh, number eighteen some more rest.
1: This is uh this is a Brian Mauer situation where you hope you don't need to see him before Missouri. If you're Tennessee, you'd like to not need him against Kentucky, go went, into the open oh, date and then talk don't about it You think they're gonna up. need
0: him against Kentucky? Did, did did you guys have a problem with keely Stauffer? Um continuing to mispronounce yeah, Ger- tano So Keely Stauffer uh of ESPN, yeah, if you missed the broadcast if you were at the game continuously mispronounced Jared Garantano's name called him Garrett Garantano. And it was funny because his co-host or his, or his uh, play-by-play guy kept trying to say Garantano, but then Keeley Stauffer would uh, mispronounce his name again. His name's not really Keeley Stauffer. It's Kelly Stouffer, but I feel like I need to mispronounce his name for mispronouncing Jerry Garantano's name so many times.
2: I mean, as a guy that's done just a little bit of play-by-play, certainly not on the magnitude of ESPNU. Dude, it's your number one priority to get names right. That that's just frustrating for me. I I was I was very frustrated I, watching that. Falls
1: fans, are you frustrated because hurricanes Kane's frustrated for you? You <laughs> <It> should be. <laughs> Eight minutes ahead of the hour, seven o'clock. Blank space on a Monday. Eric Kane, do your worst
0: listeners say it's kind of like growing up playing Mad Libs. And we say yeah, that's exactly what it is. Blank space inside the starting lineup on Sports Radio WNML. Powered by New Balance Knoxville in
2: the Suburban Shopping Center. All right, gentlemen, blank is one word to describe Tennessee's 30-7 homecoming win over UAB. Dominant. I mean, they were just
1: dominant. That's what they needed to be in a game against an inferior opponent like UAB. But Brent Samalga had a nice little step up going 9-0 early. And then the ball started pounding a lot of the rock in there. Ty Chandler gets up, gets it 16-0. Jawan Jennings, man, people just feed off this guy's energy. Everything Tennessee did was dominant. Sure, I'm sure the defense would have liked to kept him out of the end zone in the final minutes of the fourth
0: quarter. But guess what? Vols fans chalk it up as a W. Move on to Kentucky. No, don't don't you mean juice, man? <laughs> satisfying that is the word that i would use there satisfying you needed to beat somebody this is you beat somebody like you needed to beat them you went out and out-athleted them all over the field you smoked them up front and again how many times in recent years have we watched tennessee's what frankly offensive and defensive lines get beat by guys 30 40 50 pounds lighter than them it didn't happen in this game tennessee destroyed them up front and so that was a satisfying victory for tennessee even though offensively there were issues
2: just touched on this, but if healthy, Blank needs to be the starting quarterback for the Volunteers moving forward. Moving forward or for the Kentucky game. Moving forward for the Kentucky game. I need to see what Brian Mauer can Seriously, do. Seriously, because
0: Brian- Marks, you ain't running that that RPO against Doops. You ain't going to do it. So, what else do you have? Man, he gets the ball out quick, and I love the way he gets the ball out quickly. So, I, you know, you could probably run some, you know, some slam, things like that, that you can hit with a little dig route, a little, little sluggo or something. Like You can get the ball, ball out quickly, hit a guy in, in his hands. Those are good things. I, I think it's Jared Garantano. I do. Okay. And, and does that mean that Garantano couldn't regress right back? He absolutely could. I just am going to need to see something. But it's like people kept saying, oh, Shroud needs to be the starting quarterback. Look at those deep routes it's about a whole lot more than can you throw it deep right and with mauer it's going to be a, it's about a whole lot more than can he run that rpo so that that's cuz these next games you're not winning any of these next games if that's what you have is that rpo we saw them run against georgia
1: this might not be fair to think of things like this but if you're jt schrout and you're already assuming that you're not going to be a part of the quarterback plans next year and the, for those of you out there saying well why is he assuming that he's not Let's be real. You know who's coming in. You know who's already in-house, and you know where Tennessee's wanting to go with their quarterback situation. you got to ask yourself, how many more games are you going to stretch Shroud? Because he's already played two games. He's, I mean, he's got – I mean, Shroud came in in the Bama game, so I beg your pardon. He's got one game left, right? Played the Bama game, UAB game, and then he started against um, South
2: Carolina. UTC. Okay, so
1: he's done then. So, I guess now that you think about good I'm glad you actually pointed that out to me. Thank you, Kaner. Look, if Shrout wants to be able to play next year when he transfers out, and that's just my thinking and my thinking only, I think we already know what the answer is. So, so what is the answer? The answer is it's Garantano. Okay. And then you hope that Maurer <laughs> is ready to go. But moving, from, I mean, Shroud did what he needed to do. But I mean, you know, in the back of Shroud's mind, he knows that
0: he's the odd man out, and if he wants to play immediately, yeah, yeah, year, yeah, it's yeah he's, be he's gonna have to go somewhere else. He's probably to drop down to the FCS level. That's okay. Well, he he doesn't have a redshirt year either. That's so. the thing. He's yeah, a, because yeah. he doesn't have the redshirt year? If he wants to go and play the FCS yeah. level, is probably the place for him to do it. And you can still get drafted in the NFL from the from the FCS level.
2: Uh, with the Euros Plafshitz, uh, <laughs> how about that eligibility waiver being denied? The Vols will have blank less wins this season. One. <clears throat> They go from 20 to 19, and you're already starting to see that when it comes to
1: the over-under over over, over under win totals out in Vegas as well. So a seven-footer is good for one win on Tennessee's schedule. Uh, I'm still going to take the over for the Vols. I think they're a 21 team this year.
0: Klosvich, not playing, helps out a lot of the over-betters. Two. From 22 to 20. That's where I'll take them. So, hey, I still think it's a 20-win team. Uh, they're somewhere like, a, you know, 9, 10 seed, 11 seed maybe, and they get in the NCAA tournament this year, fifth or sixth in the SEC. But I, I do think having him there, man, that guy changed his body a lot in the offseason, didn't he? From the yep. waiting, when they first announced to the video, the uh, photos and stuff that we saw over the weekend, I think the guy, it looked like he would put in the work, and I think it'll be a difference in a couple of games. Blank
2: will be affected the most during Plapcic's absence this season.
0: Ooh, that's a great question.
2: Not the answer for you, but it's got to be folky, right? It's folky. Well, it be
0: affected the most? I, I was looking at it as negatively affected the most. So I was trying well, to I'm think take, of take which guard. Yeah, go Yeah, ahead. I was trying to think of which. So on the, the perimeter players are going to be the ones that are affected the most because no one's going to pay much attention to Tennessee on the interior. You got to have a guy there, and you got to have warm bodies there to make sure it's just not free pass to the basket. But what it does mean is... You're going to see teams sell out to not letting Tennessee knock down outside shots or drive into the lane. They'll try to kick everything to that outside third of the floor. It's Fulky.
1: Look, I I like the fact that Tennessee is going to give Fulkerson an opportunity to start. And, and, you know, the legend of John Fulkerson and his mustache and the mask continues to grow. But, like, going four guards here you need a big presence down low. So somebody is going to have to set up. You've already lost DJ Burns to transfer. Plosfich was supposed to be the guaranteed uh, answer there. If he did get approved, clearly Tennessee has a lot to be frustrated about right now. So to me, it's clearly Folky. Folky has got to be a smart basketball player who can stay out of foul trouble because if he leaves, Tennessee's in a world of hurt if they're not shooting people out of the gym.
2: All right. Last but not least, blank is one team who can slide into the top four and the first releasing of the college football playoff poll tomorrow night. Penn State.
1: There's a good chance. Ooh. There's a good chance you're Ooh. going to see two Big Ten teams and two SEC teams. Yeah, I really think you're going to see LSU. <clears throat> I think you're going to see Bama. I think you're going to see Ohio State. I think you can see Penn State.
2: So that's the top four you believe you are going to see. No, I'm just saying that okay, it has go. a chance Did, to get okay, into okay, Penn okay, gotcha, State. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: I don't think anyone has the chance. I think it's going to be Chalk, and I think it's going to be LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. That's what it's going to be. I don't think anybody else has a chance to slide in there. I don't think Penn State has a chance to slide in there um and maybe i'm wrong i hope i'm wrong frankly because i would like to see them actually take the top four i just think they go by brand name and that's the biggest thing that the committee does it's the laziest thing in the world this committee
1: new balance knoxville bringing you blank space not
0: lazy with the fit
1: test that they give you the perfect just, fit every time tyler ivans i'm just saying i'm just every time i stop i see sharon over there off kingston pike they got the cool winter stuff now in the window i'm telling you Beautiful, beautiful stuff. It actually makes me want to stop by maybe pick up a pair today. A couple pair of cruisers, maybe sit there and get ready for the uh, cool weather. Because whenever you're walking around Gatlinburg, as I did yesterday, playing with Penguins, not going to get into my weekend, but I played with Penguins yesterday, Will West, I felt comfortable wearing my
0: 990s there from New Balance Knoxville. Yeah, New Balance Knoxville, perfect fit every time. You'll love the new colorways, styles they have with New Balance right now. And again, the service is incredible. New Balance Knoxville, the suburban shopping center.
1: All right, Willie Taggart, Tennessee football. We talk college football. Also, it's here. The showdown between Alabama and LSU, it is what you've been waiting for. Question is, when the first college football playoff poll comes out tomorrow, will Alabama still be the number two team in the land? We'll find out. Tyler, Will, Hour 2 of TSL's next, 99.1 FM, the Esports Animal.